Welcome to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commish, and I'm joined by my partners in crime, the Pizza Baron down in Ohio, and actually in my home doing it live, we have Mikey the Mush. Hello. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable introduction tonight. Mikey is getting close to the microphone going, hello. Good to see Mikey's. Uh, Good to have him here in person. Yeah. Good to see you alive for once. I've had a long week, okay? <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard. Glad to see you got your voice back after smoking all those camels. I, geez, I went. I listened back to Monday. Christ. You were gosh. a little awkward there. Hospital or children's charity or something. That was the worst. But I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's been a lot of like aliens and UFOs talk this week. You know, first you had the other day the possible alien probe flying around over Hawaii in October. And now uh, the other day, NASA finally uh, admitted that a crash in the Utah desert in 2004 was actually not aliens and instead was a return capsule from a mission in 2001. Well, guess what? I'm woke. I don't believe this. So I went out to Logan, Utah this weekend. I investigated on my own. Also, while I was there, I got interviews from the Utah State coaches before their game with San Jose State this week. And they're one of the uh, four teams in the country that are still eight and one against the spread this week. And let me tell you, folks, they're going to nine and one. I got it firsthand. Wow, that that was, had, that was off the tracks. Wasn't yeah, expecting that, that one. Aliens that had Utah State that had against the spread bets. Can't ask for more for our <laughs> freelance journalist, Mikey the Mush. <laughs> Good thing you disproved the UFOs. I. You know, it's a bit of a different dynamic right now, having him right next to me and like having to look at his face. It's got to be a lot harder to focus. It is. I'm trying to turn my my face away from the microphone so I'm not laughing the entire uh, duration of the podcast, but I'll do my best. All right, Mikey, all of our listeners have ADD. We need to get into the, the college football picks. I mean, I think that's why me and them get along so well. I mean, I know I'm not nothing special to look at. I probably look away too. But what I would look at, though, is the standings. Because you know who's in first place? The champion. That would be me. I moved up back-to-back five in one weeks. I'm 33-27 and 27 with a narrow lead over the Pizza Baron, who's 32-28. and 28. And just being average, PC is 30-30 and 30 on the year. When it comes down to the locks, myself and Kevin are both 6-4. and four. Andrew, keeping the streak alive, is 2-8 and eight on the year on his locks. <laughs> he take last week, Washington State. Now, let me remind you, they had covered every game in their last 11 games before this one, and he takes them, and they don't cover. I'm not saying he's a mush, but he could be a mush. But that being said, let's get into the first game. First game is Friday night. It's No, it's not a high school game. It's Friday night, lights. In Idaho, it's number 23, Fresno State, 10-15 Eastern kickoff. They go to Boise State. Boise State's a three-point underdog. PB, what do you got for me? Well, interestingly enough, talking about Andrew being a mush, 
Um, Fresno State is eight and one against the spread this year. And the one time we rode with you and took Fresno State, they lost. So I'm going to go ahead and take Fresno State because I can't allow you to pick up any more ground on me. So I'm basically cock blocking you. Wow. It's a major cuck alert, but I would just like to refresh. In week nine, I took Fresno State as my lock, and they covered. You did get me in week two, but as a Mormon, I reformed myself, and I got it week nine. So we're all good, but that's all right. You can take Fresno State. PC, what do you got for me? All right. I do want to take a moment to tell our loyal listeners that we've uh, moved away from pretending that we're all experts in college football gambling. So we're going with our one, maybe two t- keys to our picks and moving forward because we have where in the world is Carmen San Diego, which is infinitely funnier than us pretending we're college football experts. So with that being said, I think the blue field at Boise state is a sham and therefore I'm taking Fresno state bitches. We got ourselves a consensus alert. And that's good to know folks, because this year when all three of us pick the same team, we are 11 and eight. That's a positive 2.2. You think I'm not taking Fresno State? Get lost. Fresno State minus three. Now the next game, as much as I hate to say this, is number 10 Ohio State. It's a noon kickoff. Going to the shithole known as East Lansing to face the number 18 Michigan State Spartans. Michigan State is a three and a half point underdog. PC, what do you got? There will never be a game in my life that I root for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Give me the Spartans. The Buckeyes almost lost to Scott Frost and his joke of a Cornhusker team in Columbus last week, keeping it to single digits. Spartans all day, baby. You know, to be honest with you, um, I disagree on the uh, whole rooting for Ohio State thing. I normally would pull for them over Michigan State. I hate Michigan State that much, A. And B, I would love for Ohio State to host Michigan with the only the one loss still and have Michigan beat them. That'd be that much sweeter. Um, But to be honest with you, I don't think Ohio State's strong. There's a lot of drama going on down in Columbus. I kind of like Michigan State here, especially as a a three-and-a-half-point dog, so I'm taking Michigan State at home. I know we talk about sponsors a lot on this podcast, and this game is sponsored by Armageddon the movie. Uh, You know, just Ashford take this thing out. No one really cares. Um, like you said, Ohio State has not covered the last five games. But I'm going to go against what I wrote down. I want the game to matter. I'm not taking Michigan State plus three and a half. I'm going to take Ohio State minus three and a half. Screw them. Uh, all right, the next game, number 16, Mississippi State Bulldogs. A lot of Bulldogs on this podcast. It's a 3.30 kick against number one, Alabama Crimson Tide. Do they lay a whooping on a – they're a straight unit. Uh, they're minus 24 and a half at home. PB, are you going to bet against the Crimson Tide? You know what? I learned my lesson last week. Um, can't believe I let you take the lead on me just because I didn't believe in Alabama and I thought LSU would uh, take it to them a little bit. Um in addition to that, Mississippi State's quarterback, Nick Fitzgerald, can't even throw the ball. And to, to hang close with Bama, you got to be able to throw the ball. You can't run the ball up the middle on a QB sneak every time. So uh, I'm taking Bama minus 24 and a half. 
a wise man on this podcast once said, you don't make money betting against the Crimson Tide. Give me Lord Saban giving points. They are going to roll these Bodog, Bulldogs, roll tide. I am that wise man. And you know the saying, you don't make money going against Alabama. There is a there is a conspiracy theory called the machine. Alabama is a machine. Just let everybody know. Speaking of another machine, or I'd like to say a unit, that'd be the number four, Michigan Wolverines traveling east to some shithole city in New Jersey. 40-point <laughs> favorite. Do you have the balls to lay 40 points? I only have one stat for this pick, and that is 78 to nothing. Give me the Wolverines. Laying 40 points. The Scarlet Knights have zero chance. Let's go, Blue. You know, I'm, I would normally be the Michigan mush, but I can't in, in good conscience take Rutgers uh, at all, especially with Michigan rolling the way they are. They've been impressive the last the last two weeks. I'm taking Michigan, minus 40. Jeez, did we even have to do the picks? We got all the same damn things. Yeah, you think I'm going against Michigan? There's a word that starts with an L, ends with OCK. I ain't saying it out loud, but you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Lock it up. All right, and <laughs> the last game on the sheet. It is- Speaking of locks, should you get into our sponsor, Mikey? No, we're not whoa, there yet. We're not whoa. there yet. Come on. Wait, wait to jump the gun, Easy. We're going. We're going to stay actually out east. We're going to go to uh, New England, as they like to say. And it'd be the number two Clemson Tigers. It's a night game. I think it's on ESPN. I don't know. One of those channels. They play the number 17 Boston College Eaglets. Eagles? Who cares? <laughs> Eaglets um, is Orchard Lake uh, St. Mary's, the college. Family God football. Uh, Boston College is a 20 point. Underdog. PB, give it to me. Well, I'll tell you what. Ever since Trevor Lawrence took over, Clemson's looked like a different team. Uh, I have a hard time betting against them. I am going to take Clemson in this one. And just piggybacking on Trevor Lawrence, I um, equate him to Samson. There's some strength in that long, glorious hair of his. And... um, there's no chance that the Clemson Tigers don't earn star power during this and take Boston College down the drain. No doubt Don Brown means a loss. Give me the Clemson Tigers. Did you guys watch you guys watch football? I mean, this is Clemson team, they haven't played anybody. Boston College, they're seven and two against the spread on the year. They're four and one against the spread at home this year. I mean this might be the last chance for someone to give Clemson a scare. Sure, it's only going to be Georgia Tech in two weeks. So you know what? I'm going to take Boston College. Give me the 20 points. And you know what? Speaking of Boston, they might as well just name that city Titletown. You know, you got the Red Sox winning the World Series. The Patriots are probably adding another trophy in Atlanta come February. There's a problem, though. Tom Brady's running out of places to put his trophies in his rings. You know where I'd put all that hardware? That's right, a man cave. And you know who I'd have build it? 
No, it wouldn't be Tim Allen. It wouldn't be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's right. It would be our presenting sponsor of this segment, Nicholson Holmes. The last couple of weeks, I've ranted and raved about the quality of the work they do, the dedication they put in, into making all your dreams come true, whether it be a new kitchen, basement, man cave, full remodel. It doesn't matter. Nicholson Holmes can be found at N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N-Holmes.com. Use the promo code Arnold for your first $200 off. That being said, Kevin, since you're tied with me for the most correct locks, why don't you go first and embarrass yourself? I'll tell you what. I don't think any of our listeners thought that they were going to hear a Jonathan Taylor Thomas bomb during this podcast, but I love it more than anything. My lock of the week. I'm going to be honest, I didn't do a whole lot of research here, uh, but. I am scrolling right now, uh, shooting. I'm doing it live, as we would say. We got we got a Mac matchup between Bowling Green and Central Michigan. Uh, both horrible teams, but I own a Jets Pizza in Bowling Green, Ohio. They're plus seven and a half. I I like I like that pick. So I'm I'm taking Bowling Green plus seven and a half against the terrible Central Michigan Chippewas. They will not be firing up. I'm surprised you didn't say not a big deal after you dropped that uh, business owner reference. Uh, it's PC, the, it's what do the you worst got? store I have by far. So, <laughs> I'm over it. here just stuffed in a locker trying not to laugh at all of these outrageous rants that Mikey the Mush has written down for himself for this evening. Um, again, it's much harder being in person and not continually uh, laughing at him. That being said, my Nicholson home homes lock of the week. We're going down South to Alabama, Birmingham. We're taking the UAB blazers minus 11 and a half against the Southern Mississippi golden Eagles. Now let's think back a little bit. Mikey, the mush referenced a few teams left in the U.S. that are eight and one against the spread. This happens to be one of them. And any team with a goddamn dragon as their mascot has my support. Let's go UAB. You know what? Some people blaze trails and some people are trailblazers. Some people just look at screens and steal picks. Weird that my lock was also the UAB blazers. But guess what? It doesn't matter. I can switch it up. I'm going to go back to the well, and this is out of pure spite. Give me Washington State, minus six at Colorado. I don't care. I want the record to show that Mikey and I did separate um, research sessions, and we both had UAB minus an 11 and a half. And he saw, <laughs> he saw that I had written that on my piece of paper, and he was livid that I was going to ruin it for him again. So just take that for what it's worth. You're like the kid that's in an Xbox live chat in 2008. Oh, I'm not screen sharing. I didn't look. I promise. This was written before you even got here. You're a guest in my home. Respect me. I took, you've copied my lock half the time. You're Mikey's own personal mush. If I had, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. That is true. He is the real mush. No, no, no. Hold on. If I had copied your lock of the week half the time, I would be doing a hell of a lot better than two and eight on locks. Yeah, I know, because you you mush them every time, though. 
I win, and then you take them, and they lose the next week. Mm, I, d- I don't think that's how it works logistically, but we'll we'll get on from that. Right. Um, I want to take this moment to um, thank everyone for participating in our Instagram giveaway. Um, on our last episode, we all participated in the campaign trail segment where we picked our favorite HBO series and um, we're proponents of it for the greatest HBO series of all time. So we did a random draw for the Jets pizza gift card. Side note, Jets pizza actually liked our post. So that's like a sponsorship in and of Mm. itself. Really? Not a big deal. Wow. Actually, really. I'm probably going to get a phone call about that one. Yeah, probably. Hey, we didn't give out the secret ingredient to the ranch yeah stuff, so don't do yeah. that cover our ass on that yeah i did tell everyone what turbo crust is so yeah yeah mike you might be in trouble Mikey, for you got a basement oh yeah okay good because if you keep violating jets contracts and confidentiality i'm gonna have to live in it <laughs> i stopped i stopped you last week you know where you can get okay, a good you. basement from nicholson homes <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you set yourself up for that one. Hey, finish, finish or not, they'll make it look nice. Hey, but speaking of entourage, did you announce the winner? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't announced the winner. Um, so I our winner that. is Sean Hermes. Instagram handle at not Sean Hermes, which was really confusing to everyone. So he, he won or he didn't win? He did win. Oh, okay. So Sean Hermes wins. Uh, Mikey, for the longest time, thought that when we announced not Sean Hermes had won that we were being really spiteful and we didn't like that guy. <laughs> but that's not the case. That's I, I actually mean, his Instagram handle. So I didn't get it. I was like, why congratulations. He, he can now uh, order an eight corner and provide it to his young son, Theo. Hey, two slices in a soft drink. Father's day out. <laughs> we can do that four times. Yeah. So thank you again, everyone for participating in that giveaway. Um, we might continue that going forward. Obviously, we want more than eight people, including Daniel in Topeka, Kansas, to listen to us every week. So keep an eye out on our Monday editions of Let's Do It Live for the giveaway alerts. Well, we have the segment from last week. It's coming back. It's where in the world is Carmen San Diego. You know, we managed, we mentioned Entourage the other day. Well, I did. I mean, I won, but whatever. Um, And in one of the early seasons of Entourage, there was a movie that that Vince and uh, Ari really focused on beating at the box office. And to tie this in, you know, I I should have to announce that yesterday was very painful with the election. I have to admit that in Florida, Proposition 13 passed and that allow that will make greyhound racing illegal starting january 1st uh 2021 um if no one has ever looked at my instagram but if they did they would know that a couple of years ago i posted a picture of myself as a young child at the track um it's probably where my gambling addiction probably originated i'm getting really off topic but to bring this all circle our where in the world is carmen san diego award goes to an actor that had a racing movie of his own called Sea Biscuit in 2003. Is it Toby Maguire? It's, to- it's Toby <laughs> Maguire. You got it. 
<laughs> so I I want to take a, a moment to step back and Mikey playing the emotional card with dog racing and greyhounds in particular. It just reminds me of Santa's little helper from the Simpsons. Like Mikey's probably going to be at the uh, dog track on December 31st, 2020 down in Tampa, Florida, and he's going to adopt all these dogs and I just, <laughs> well, he's going to like have a farm for them and just okay. not be able to interact with them given his dog allergies. It's really going to be uh, he'll buy all the dogs. stuff of legends. <laughs> They're definitely and, getting put out the pasture. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll do under underground greyhound racing. That'll be your thing. It's like cockfighting, but we'll have our own little dogfighting ring. Would you talk into the microphone I'm sorry. for the love of God? I haven't, I haven't Jesus. dealt with one of these before. Um, but it's just, like hurting cats over here. I have to like allergic to cats too. Why the hell are you yeah, talking about all I, I, I have to direct Weirdo. you to talk into the microphone every 30 seconds. But just to, since he, he is the award winner, I'm going to go back to his filmography. I'm not taking your shit. He comes out with Spider-Man in 2002. As hey, mentioned, what? Well, like, he had a lot more before that. Not really. Let's not me. sleep on Pleasantville. That was a top five movie of that Shout year. out Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, Pleasantville and Jeff was good. Bridges. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay. That wasn't that. They didn't, wasn't the biggest blockbuster movie of all time. Was it? No, Jeff Daniels. Sorry. I, Michigander. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he definitely. Extra. He definitely had a good run from two two thousand to two thousand four, where, yeah. where he went through Spider Man Spider Man one and two, Sea Biscuit, um, Spider Man three, Spider Man three was two thousand seven, and then he went from in front of the camera to behind the camera, and he literally and he, fell off a cliff, and no one's seen him no, since. No, no, he was in Tropic Thunder in two thousand eight. False. False, Great Gatsby. Also, Ooh. a tie-in to Entourage that we talked about. He was, he was the nerd that Car- he was Nick Carraway. Thank you. That was in love with Jay Gatsby. Lived in that little. He almost fucked his cousin. Yeah. No, he did. No, she wanted. They kind of wanted to. Well, I, if I remember from the book, which was a little more risque than the uh, uh, motion picture, they they did the coitus, and she was married. No. I don't know what book you read. I think you read one of those like uh, graphic novels. Yes, graphic in a bunch of ways. <laughs> fan fiction. Fan fiction, like ah. where they got Fifty Shades of Grey from. Daisy was her name. Yeah, are we, that's are, who. That's are we who, allowed to do more than one? Where in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We got plenty of time. Kevin, We're at twenty-two minutes. I have. I was. I had another option, but it got disallowed. What are your thoughts on nominee? Let's put it this way. If Toby Maguire got the gold this week, Mike Myers would have got the bronze. Thoughts? I was thinking HJO, Haley Joel Osmond. Ooh. Which is another. Which he was in Entourage. Entourage. Jeez. He was Billy okay, Bob Gordon's but, son. But I mean, ever since, ever since he saw dead people, what has he done since then? He, he paid it forward with Helen Hunt. Yep. I don't even and know if that was uh, He had like seven lions with Michael Caine. Um, oh yeah, they raised the lions. Raising they? lions, whatever. Oh, uh, he was in that. Um, there was the artificial intelligence was one. Is that what? That's not the Will Smith one. No, that was iRobot. And then yeah, Entourage. 
Okay, his well, sister. He went from child star to looking like Happy Gilmore's caddy in ten years. <laughs> also true. Hey, Mr. Gilmore, I'm your caddy. <laughs> it's because you don't have a left shoe on. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave him alone. He's just trying to make a buck. Andrew, what's your uh, Carmen San Diego candidate? Oh, for this week, Amanda Bynes. No. <laughs> Someone brought up Amanda Bynes. What was I watching? The Amanda Bynes show. Oh, no. The um, Amanda show. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You no, it was. Watch that my, stuff. My B. No, I was watching all that, and it was like the Lori girl <laughs> from oh. all that. Lori Beth. Uh, yeah. She was in uh, she was Dodgeball. The, she was also she was the, the one who crushed Justin. She was the anchor on Figure It Out. Also And sure. Figure It Out Wild Style and Family Style. Yeah. Ooh, Summer Sanders. And Mike and Michael Met. Ooh, Summer Sanders, Olympian. Yeah, 1996 swimmer. And figure it out host. Yeah, she was a nice lady. Um who who wouldn't mind be? I would probably have to go. I'm thinking back to like late 90s. This is the awkward silence of radio. And podcasting that people really look forward yeah, to. Yeah, what are you doing right now? Do we have just throw somebody I'm, out I'm there. I'm thinking, Kevin, throw throw in an ad right here. Why dumb dumb things? <laughs> throw an ad. Um, your Jets pizza. While while you're waiting for Andrew to come up with his where in the world is Carmen San Diego actor that fell off the face of the earth, make sure you look over the college football games of the week and place your bet with MV Sportsbook. Please DM us on our Let's Do It Live Instagram page, TB12, to get a $50 free credit for MV Sportsbook gambling site. Do you want to know who my other Carmen San Diego would be? I don't think he's made a major, a major motion picture since 2005. That would be Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Who was um, in ever since Man um, of the House Last Man Chase, Standing. I haven't seen him. He was in Last Man Standing with Tim Allen. Great show. Um, I'm I'm gonna go real deep on this one uh, for my where in the world is Carmen San Diego, and it probably should have been saved for its own gold medal round. Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> is that the kid with the show? Me the hair? money. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's he was Stuart Little's brother. Yep. Exactly. Dude, he's he's like a bodybuilder. Little now. vampire. Imagine you're so ugly that your parents are like, yeah, I can't put up with him. Let's let's adopt a rat. That's, I mean, that's a tough look. <laughs> You're saying <laughs> because Stuart, like Stuart Little's adoptive fam- family hated Jonathan Lipnicki's look so much that they adopted Michael J. Fox as Stuart Little. That's your call. I mean, pretty much. Hey, Joe Sonny, you guys, I- Jonathan Lipnicki still has a net worth of $5 million. Which is I don't know how about, he, I don't know how he rode the wave. Four point nine nine more than us. So, you know, we got yeah, that's pretty good. Probably another nine yeah. and then a comma and a couple yeah. zeros and a nine. That's we're we're on the metric system, so it's gonna be tough to actually uh find out how much him. more yeah, he's worth. I don't than us. know the conversion rate. Um speaking of Jonathan Lipnicki, he was in a childhood movie with another Where Have You Gone? That would be like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and, and little Bow Wow. Not, no, we ain't talking about Little Bow Wow. Just Bow Wow. Just Bow Wow. Oh, and Morris, dr- and Morris Chet, Chestnut was in that as well. The, oh, yeah. And uh, what about the one guy that's the really creepy dude? 
uh, Crispin Glover, who was the father in Back to the Future. He was Marty McFly's dad. But he was, eh, but he was like a young Marty. He was the peeping Tom Marty, like the eighteen-year-old in eighteen sixty-nine. No, like they just put yeah okay, prosthetics you know, on him. But yeah, where did where did Baba go? Uh, hanging out with Master P. No, that's little Romeo. It's Ohio. That's interesting. Doesn't surprise me. Little Bow Wow, also in Entourage. He played in. He was East client. Yep. His name was. Um, so, moral of the story today is his, everything it, we do is coming back to Entourage. It's, so, it's theme of the weird. of the podcast: Entourage, Entourage, Entourage. Yeah, he played Charlie. His pilot got canceled, remember? Yeah. And then they wanted to put in... Um, yes, I know I remember. That's why I brought it up. I know, but maybe everyone doesn't. Jesus So I was Christ. going through it again. Having Mikey in the same room as me is just really leading to some high tensions. It's Kevin, probably better for the podcast. You know, hush. Do you know in the movie Lottery Ticket what Bawa's character's name was? No. You, you could probably get this very easily. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the movie Lottery. I mean, it's your name and your son's name. Yes, Kevin Carson. Yep. His, yes. Wow. His character's name is Kevin Carson, and in All About the Benjamins, his character name is Kelly. So we're just that's actually a good movie. All. We got all the All About the Benjamins. The entire actually, actually good. <laughs> and he was in a movie called Carmen. So he's the one who should have won the award. Really, Jesus. I I wow. don't think any of our picks today dethroned Freddie Prince Jr. Though. That that was a hot start. I blew my load early. However, yeah, I think did. <laughs> yeah, that's I, tough I think to we really went down a rabbit hole this week, and uh, movie aficionados will really but, appreciate our ability to recall these characters. Speaking of blowing loads early in the election, can we talk about um, our guy from the cat house winning the <laughs> the Nevada um, local election, even though he's been dead for? Three months. Yes, yeah, that's outrageous. He got seventy percent of the vote as a ghost. Yes. What's his name? Dennis Hoff. Dennis yeah. Hoff. Yeah. The bunny ranch owner literally won. He almost killed beat. Lamar Odom, and then he won an election months yeah. later. It's pretty. Rumor good. has it Ron Jeremy found him dead. Yeah, yeah we saw that the last. I haven't podcast. found that anywhere. Else. Look it up. Look it up. Well, that Stat just goes to show you all out there that you can accomplish a lot if you just do less. Yeah. Just. Just do, do my motto for 27 plus. <laughs> Unbelievable. Whenever you're doing too much, just do less. And it'll take you a long way. Just ask Kunu from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Mike, Mikey just Googled it, and it is true. My rumor is true. Ron Jeremy's quote, he probably died in the saddle. That's the headline. No fun finding him dead, though. Jesus, he looks like a ghost. Well, I'm, I'm glad he didn't have a good time and like, you know, really enjoy himself after he found him dead. <laughs> Good point, I guess. <laughs> I, I I think we've gone down the rabbit hole enough for this evening. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to read further nor click on the video, but Ron Jeremy tells TMZ, I went into Dennis's room and there were three telling signs that something was definitely off. What do you think they were? Because I'm going to guess not breathing, moving. And, and not no hard. Response. Yeah. yeah, well, that's true. Not hard. <laughs> oh, no, Rigor mortis. Oh, good point. If he had popped enough uh, Viagra, it probably still was. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Good for and him. that's been another lovely edition of Let's Do It Live, <laughs> sponsored by Jets Pizza, 
Nicholson Homes, and of course, our favorite sponsor, MV Sportsbook. If you are a Hawaiian shirt company out there or affiliated with Keeps, please reach out to us. We're literally begging begging you. Badly. Yeah, we need baby onesies too. Uh, Just a couple shout outs. Shout out Rob Healy. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing on the West Coast. Uh, His name is actually Bobby California now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Is that stage name or screen name or what? That's just his name now. He legally... He legally changed it I didn't to know Bobby if that was California. Just, I didn't know if that was for browsers or what. Follow. He, he, he tells us. No. All right. Shout out Steve P, Hammer UAB in Fresno, and shout out Jeff, my cousin, and my other Jeff. You know who you are. I just had to get everybody in. And follow yeah. Let's Do It Live on Instagram this weekend. Uh, the PB and the PC will be together doing it live, attempting to catch half-dead salmon in the very northern part of the state of Michigan. We're staying in a trailer all weekend, smoking cigarettes and drinking beers. So there should be some content for you guys. Yeah, it's kind of where you belong, though. It's very. It's like when the animal returns. We need to go back to our shanties. Exactly. God damn you, people! We're just getting this like golf always finds its level, and it's we're true. about to find our level this week. <laughs> so, with that being said, there might be um, some special podcasts that are taking place within the trailer while smoking marble reds and. Um, Dumping bush lights on our head. Uh, not making any promises. I mean, as guys, Mikey lost it, all the tapes when he went to Pullman, Washington. The aliens took him in Utah. And then the aliens took him in Utah. So uh, yeah. we don't have a really Ve- good history I mean, Vegas, of they got being lost, able to keep. That Vegas is to be expected. Just talk, just talk over me. I am. <laughs> no one wants to hear you. And if you guys have learned from Monday's episode, don't smoke that many cigarettes because then you lose your voice and you just sound like a charity case. And I'm, I, I mean, I can make fun of myself. I don't care. Yeah. Fair point. All right. That's another episode of Let's Do It Live. A couple dudes being dudes. No rehearsal. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Go Blue. Shout out to all the dogs in Fort Myers, Naples. Great track. You're abandoning it? Yes. And I'm abandoning you.